Hello, lovely friends. Welcome to another 11 p.m. nightcap. Hope you're all doing well. And that your Monday and start to the work week uh, went off okay. Um, we're going to talk about um, something a little bit serious, uh, I think, today. And uh, it's going to be a long conversation. I'm sure there will be various perspectives. But um, <clears throat> I certainly don't want this to turn into any sort of, uh, I don't know, hate fest or, or whatever. So we'll try and keep this on a little bit of a more introspective sort of level. And where that all, or where this, uh, maybe not started, but what prompted this for me was... Um, I started re-watching The X-Files because lately after the show, by the time I start getting ready for bed, I found myself either playing video games or browsing stuff on YouTube. And the next thing you know, I've stayed up way too late. And I'm like, hey, I need to, I need to put something on that's like a, a show and not a show that I want to like binge through it. Like, if you're watching a new show, like, I'll get, I'll get hooked on it, and then it's, oh, I want to watch the new episode, no, oh, I need to see what happens next, and, and this, and this, and this, and before you know it, you're like, oh, shit, like, I've stayed up again way too late. But I've seen, I would say, 95% of all of the X-Files episodes, and I didn't really watch it. I, I watched it when it was first out, but then sort of trailed off. Uh, sort of had that conversation, I think, once before, but shows that were, like, truly... Like, I don't think people realize how, in a sense, fortunate you are to have this stuff be on Netflix or Amazon or On Demand or whatever, because it used to be, oh, uh, the next episode of that comes out and I missed it. <laughs> or they did a they did a break for a week... And then I thought the season was over, and then it came back, and now I'm out of sync, or the VCR ran out of tape, or I forgot to get. But like the DV, the whole DVR thing back when, like, is it TiVo? Like first kind of came out, and you could say, "Oh, record all new episodes of a show," and hey, you could queue them up, you could wait a couple weeks, and then you could watch a bunch of them in a row. But something like the original X Files, well, that was out sort of before that was available. And if you're not familiar with the show, the the show was was like a mix of Monster of the Week episodes, which, which were sort of like pseudo-isolated. And then there was the long-running thread about the government conspiracies and cover-ups with UFOs. So Black Cat says, uh, yeah, it's been a while since she's watched it. It's been a little while since I went through it, but, you know, I, I like a lot of the Monster of the Week episodes and whatever, and <clears throat> at the very least, I feel like the acting with Jillian Anderson, David Duchovny, and Mitch Pelegi, and those guys are, are solid, but um, if you missed one of the episodes that contained a lot of information about that ongoing thread, you were then sort of lost. And so going back through it and watching that show straight through, I actually think is much more enjoyable than it was when I first watched it because you can catch that stuff now. And if you're either falling asleep or whatever, you, you don't have to miss it. And so threads like that for shows, like I know my, it's funny, my dad, my dad seems to hate shows like that. He likes shows where every episode is just a contained story and it's over. And I like those too, but I feel like in the scheme of talent, like, like for example, there were some Star Trek episodes, especially in The Next Generation, that were two and three parters, and usually they were cliffhangers to get you to watch the end of a season to the beginning of the next. But there were some episodes that I felt like they were digging good into a storyline. But because they only had 45 minutes or whatever to tell it, it got rushed. And you'd have this big build-up set up and then suddenly everything would be over in five minutes. 
And so I think in the context of a lot of these series where you can have a storyline that spans 10 hours, you know, they don't have to rush. But I get it. It means that when you get to the end of an episode, you know, you haven't really often resolved a story. And my dad just seems to not like that. I like a little bit of both. And I think in the X-Files originally, that was, I don't want to say kind of a new idea at the time, that you had this long-running plot thread that was going throughout the whole show. And so anyway, I've gone back and watching. Black Hat loved it. Yeah, I mean... I think if you're into any sort of, I don't know, supernatural, horror, whatever stuff, you're, you'd probably enjoy it. But going through the original X-Files and rewatching it got me thinking a little bit. Um, and in this case, <clears throat> about law enforcement. And in this case, specifically the FBI and how... When I was younger and little, I used to regard the FBI as just this super awesome, like, oh man, you know, the United States has the FBI though, like, the FBI is awesome. And you watch, uh, you know, the X-Files, you go, oh, look, and Mulder and Scully, oh man, the FBI. But as time has gone on, uh, especially in some of the things that have transpired in the last few years. When things get brought up now and they're like, oh, the FBI's, I'm like, oh, fucking this joke of an agency. And what I realized was, I think I missed some of that point in watching The X-Files the first time that I went through it because, because of the characters. You know, you learn to sort of dislike the cigarette smoking man, for example, or some of the other like directors there because, oh, Mulder and Scully are the good guys, and 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 what I feel like I missed in this regard when I was younger is, yeah, but what that's showing you is that that agency and bureau has so much corruption red tape, uh, people vying for administrative positions, um, they're really, they kind of fucking suck. And I imagine that there's a lot of good that the agency has done, and I imagine there are people there that work there that are great, but given the title of this episode being Federal Blue, um, this is just where I've thought about stuff like this a lot, especially over the past several years. Uh, Black Cat has commented that she did miss some shows here and there, so it'd be fun to rewatch it. Absolutely, especially, like, some of the Monster of the Week episodes are super cool, too. And I remember I, I missed a couple when I went back and watched through them. I was like, actually, I really like this episode. But, um... Hey, here's a cheers. Here's a cheers to all of you out there. Thank you so much for joining and stopping by and hanging out. But, um, you know, I, I, I've long since, like, in, in this regard, have been fairly conservative in that, hey, by and large, you know, a lot of the laws and stuff that are there to prevent you know, neighbors killing neighbors, that sort of shit. And I'm certainly no person who is on the whole anarchy train. But as time has gone on, uh, I feel like, to reiterate, especially in the last, I don't know, we'll say five years, um, some of my faith in a lot of these organizations has been a little bit rattled and tarnished. And I've never been a person, and I still am not a person, who is ACAB. And if you are unfamiliar with ACAB, which is A-C-A-B, if you ever see that anywhere, what that stands for is all cops are bastards. And I don't believe that at all. Um, I mean, I've had some, some family members who were law enforcement, and they weren't bastards. Uh, you know, 
in in obviously part of that is they're humans too and you're going to have people in any job i don't care what career it is you're going to have people who are fuckheads or shitheads or bullies or mean or incompetent or lazy or whatever like that's just humans being human and to think about all this and think about then I don't know, let's just say something like RoboCop. Well, what, do you want Ed 209s roaming the streets? Ed 209 doesn't care, uh, you know, you try to reason with it, doesn't matter. Like, the, the law is hard and written, and so, like, you clearly can't do that. But, like, going back and watching through the X-Files, you know, they have this brilliant, they have this, this brilliant, psychologist and profiler who finds these cases that have been basically thrown away into a corner and list is basically junk and as he goes through and reads them he's like yeah but there's all these things in here that don't add up and if we're supposed to be the federal bureau of investigation why are we not investigating and i feel like i really missed that part of the first time through the show because i was interested in the monsters and all the rest of this, you know, sort of thing. But thinking a lot lately about careers and jobs and all that sort of shit, um, you know, even, even Mulder, as the show goes on, is basically like, yeah, fuck this. Like, I'm done with this. I'm done with this career. I'm done with this agency. You know, and Scully often sort of brings him back from the edge. But I don't think that was as potent or hit me enough or as much the first time I watched the show. And it's funny how you can look at bad actors. And I don't mean actors in terms of people playing a role. I mean characters or whatever in the show. And you think of them as basically just being the bad guys. And it... it sits with me now that there's a little bit of, yeah, but even in, even this show back in, I think, what did the X-Files come out in? 93, 94? Even all the way back then, they knew that that, that there were fucking problems in there. How and whatever Chris Carter knew and got the information he got, but clearly a lot of that is uh, rooted more in I'll say reality <clears throat> than you'd probably like to think. And yeah, it's a show with fantastic elements, but I think especially when you watch how fucked up the directors and administration is, my question to some of you as the viewers would be, okay, and since, let's say even the 90s, between the 90s and now, do you think that has gotten better or worse? I'd say probably a lot worse. And I don't know how I feel about that, but it doesn't make me feel super great. To the point where, again, I used to look at something like the FBI or even the CIA or the DEA, but like, man, as time has gone on, I look at these three-letter agencies, I'm like, they are all missing the mark. I feel like they all have missed the original purposes for what they were made. They're all power broker, money-driven, shitty. Black Cat says that she really dugs that aspect, the long distrust of government agencies. And, you know, I, I, I never have been on the, yes, just follow and listen to them carte blanche, you know. Definitely not a bootlicker, but... You know, there's a part of me that's like, look, but if you don't have some, like, I can't just have complete every man for himself. That's not going to work either. But, like, not better, that's for sure. I think there's definitely more intrusion into our personal lives, the surveillance society. A, a thousand percent. Like the CIA. The CIA is not supposed to operate on on our fucking soil. But geez, how many times have they got kind of caught in it? And as people, what do you do? What can we do? 
And you're going to go, like, tear the organization down? Of course not. And on the same token, I feel like the, the part about that that is really shitty is there's obviously aspects of them that are useful and that without them, we would probably not have the... Mm. we'd probably not have the lives that they were able to live them for the most part. I mean, here in the United States, when you gauge it against a lot of parts of the other, of the world, uh, we're very fortunate. <laughs> I mean, yes, there's violence, but there's people. So of course there's going to be. By and large, people don't play nice just because they should. They don't. Um, they used to assassinate foreign leaders, Black Cat says. Well, or potentially, given how far on the conspiracy theory train you want to go, possibly some not even foreign. <laughs> um, but, but you know, I, 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 I think of all the stuff when I look at, for example... Some of the videos that are coming out of these trucker protests in Canada... And what is disgusting to me is how polarized people have become in that they're, they're seeing people, look, there's some video, uh, there's video out there that's just disgusting of what some of the police officers were doing to those people. I mean, there's somebody who just got flat, ran over and trampled by a horse. And... You have people commenting, and I get probably a lot of them are trolls. But how how can you look at that and then just go, well, yeah, but they were <laughs> like, look, man, you know, I when you had some of the when you had some of these organizations that were doing these protests and attacking and burning down the cities and doing all the rest of that horseshit, and I was basically just like, yeah, and. Can they just, like, stop that and go home? But here you have people, like, the the argument being, well, they were disrupting the, the community with honking and blocking roads. And that means that, like, they should be beaten and run over with horses and choked. There was one guy where there's, like, five officers that are, like, grabbing this dude through a fence and, like, just beating the shit out of him. And I, and I see that stuff. I'm like, yeah, you, like, you can't do this. Like, it, you know, I've long since been a supporter of law enforcement. Because, look, that is a shitty job in a lot of ways. In, in many ways, that's thankless. Everybody hates you until they need you. And then they hate you because you weren't there fast enough. I mean, that is a, that is a bitter pill to have to swallow. Um... You know, the, and, and, and some of the same people who will say, uh, you know, oh, uh, you should, you should do all this, uh, the same people then that when they get a speeding ticket, flip the fuck out or the inverse, you know, um, the people who are basically like, yeah, all cops are bastards and fuck the police and all this stuff. But then also, why don't the police come and defend you? Like, you know, like, like this, okay, I'm, I'm believe in people's, uh, you know, sort of self-agency and sovereignty, like, you have to protect yourself, because government agencies are not your babysitters, and they are not your personal bodyguards, so the idea that if the shit hits the fan, that you're going to be able to, what, call 911 and they're going to instantly teleport there and stand in front of the bullets for you, quote-unquote. Like, some of the same people who scream and yell about how the police are bullshit because they got a parking ticket will then scream that, why weren't they here faster, and why aren't you doing this, and why aren't you doing that? And, like, God, it's such a mess. Like, it's such a fucking mess. Uh, Black Cat says it's profoundly wrong and hypocritical. I'm not 100% sure. But I think a lot of the good ones resigned. Well, if they didn't resign, I'm sure a lot of them understand the Serpico effect, right? That if those are your quote-unquote brothers in blue, 
Like, you go again, like, I, I, I don't know how you resolve and solve that or whatever, but that is, we see some of the stuff. And I mean, living near Detroit, you've, I've, there's reports of officers who've gotten seriously injured or killed legitimately trying to help people. And, uh, I think about that and then probably think about all the times that that officer probably got told they were a piece of shit and this and that and the other. I mean, it's like a lot of jobs. Okay. Like, uh, what? I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say politician. Maybe. I don't know. But like, I don't know. Even some doctors, I feel like some of them get them because they really want to help people. And I feel like some of them do it because they have a fucking God complex and think they're better than everybody else. I think you probably have a whole lot of people that get into law enforcement and military because they're either angry, hurt, bullies, mad, mean, whatever, but not all of them. Clearly not all of them. There are a lot of people who really just have the sheepdog mentality and and truly want to help. Now, whether they get blackpilled on the job and realize that you really kind of can't because of going back to the X-Files... Yeah, when you get in there and you see how fucked up and how much red tape and bureaucracy, you know, quote-unquote management. And you'd think, yeah, but like, this is possible life and death. Like, you, no, it doesn't matter. They get the same, you know, fucked up dickhead people doing the same bullshit because... My career or reputation or power or whatever. And, and that just makes me sad. Um, because I just think you're seeing a lot more of it lately. You know, I've had, I've had for a long time. I used to get, um, I, I used to get these association of police uh, like memberships. And part of it was because in the local communities that money was meant to supply, uh, the police department with updated equipment, whether that was vests or vehicles or flashlights or whatever. And again, I, I have friends and family members who are law enforcement. So I, I know not all of them are shit. It, it, it can't be. It can't be that way. It's it, There's nothing like that. Thing. Like, and, and so I used to sponsor that all the time. And, um, <clears throat> I will tell you a personal story here. Uh, Black Cat says it's so far out of control. I'm not sure what the solution is. I don't either. I don't have... I mean, we'll get to the, we'll get to sort of the end of this. And I hate to say, I don't know what the solution or how you fix this is, but, um, it's just a thing that's been on my mind. But I, but I used to sponsor this group and as part of the sponsorship, what, what you would get often is you would get a sticker that said you supported this association. And so like you put it in the window of your car. Now I always figured there was a little bit of a wink wink on that. Like, all right, you get pulled over cause you're speeding a little bit and maybe the officer sees the sticker and goes, all right, look, just slow down next time. Okay. Whatever. Right. And I honestly have had some, I'll, I'll, I'll I'm going to start this with a good story. Okay, I was getting off the freeway and I took an exit ramp off the freeway. Now this was like 2.30 in the morning, no traffic. And I get off this freeway exit and I've gone off this freeway exit a hundred times. And I absolutely knew you weren't supposed to turn on red. You're not supposed to turn right on red. And there's a sign right there, no turn on red. But I look both ways. There's not a single car on the road. And way, way, way at the top of the freeway ramp, there's a car that's coming off the freeway. And I'm like, eh, it doesn't look like a place car. Look, I'm tired. I'm going. So I turned right. 
And of course, it was a police car and the lights came on. They pulled me over. Had me dead to rights. Clearly, there's a sign right fucking there that says no turn on red. There's no other cars on the road. And so he pulls me over and says, hey, you know, uh, you're not supposed to turn right on, you know, turn right on right back there. I say, I'll be honest, I, I know. And I know there's the sign, but I looked both ways. There wasn't a single other vehicle on the road. There's literally no one else around. And um, I just decided I was going to go. So I'm just just own up to it. So he goes, all right, hold on. So he goes back to his police cruiser, comes back and goes, just don't do that again, please. And that was that. Polite. Didn't give me any bullshit. No worries. Okay. Which, hey, by all intents and purposes, he could have given me a ticket. But then in another case where somebody cut me off and in cutting me off, I had to swerve into the other lane. And because of the way they cut me off, they were going slow. So I sped around them. And now after I sped around them and got past them, I slowed back down to my normal speed and continued on my merry way. And then I see flashing lights and I get pulled over. And guy pulls me over and... Uh, Walks up to my car, and the first thing he says is, uh, oh, I, you know, been doing any drinking today? I was like, no. as well, what's with all the crazy driving then? I said, well, that guy pulled out right in front of me and was driving, like, was barely moving. And to avoid locking my brakes up and getting smashed into, I went around him. Yeah, and went around them, uh, you know, 100 miles an hour. Don't you think you're going a little fast? I said, well, to, to pass a vehicle that was impeding traffic, and then I slowed down. I said, you know, I, and this guy was just a fucking asshole. Total fucking asshole. Like, another one of those times where you just go, really? Of all of those times that I pulled over for doing stuff, where I feel like you would have had me dead to rights, this is one situation where I feel like, no, dude, what the fuck? And dude, this guy just had nothing but attitude. And I, I didn't really have any attitude back. I was just like, well, I mean, okay. Well, you know, I'm going to give you a ticket for five over because, uh, you know, you were going... I'm like, oh, all right. You know. So complete fucking shithead. Complete asshole cop. Uh... Fucking writes me the ticket up, whatever. I think I wrote a letter to the magistrate and explained what had happened and basically said, you know, hey, whatever. The magistrate thing came back and they basically just did this probation thing where it's like, I don't know, for three or four months or something. If you don't get any other incidents, it just goes away. <clears throat> so... Black Cat says, I've had good and bad experiences, too. I mean, it, right? Like, I, I want to say, like, occasionally I feel like some people get unlucky. But, I mean, again, they're also people. So if you treat them all with a shithead attitude as soon as you encounter them, like, don't be, don't be surprised when they're like, well, yeah, I'm not going to do you any favors then. Fuck you. Like, but, but this guy was a total dickhead. And so I get this call for this organization to do this donation. I said, I want to be honest. I've given you guys money uh, for a lot of years, but not this year. He's like, oh, well. I said, I got pulled over by the rudest officer that I've ever encountered. And so I sort of told him what happened. And he's like, well, geez. He's like, you know, did you? I said, look, I had the sticker in the window. I, like, I, I get it. I know why people do, like, and yes, that's part of the reason why I do it, because, eh, suddenly, but like, you know, I've always supported the, I said, but that guy blew it for you. You're not getting any money this year. And the guy started to say something, and I said, sorry, and I hung up. 
I mean, and and that's the other thing. The I feel like, unfortunately, the bad actors that are out there, even if they don't outweigh the good ones, they're always the ones that you're going to hear about. Because think of our media. You know, people typically aren't going to tell the story about the time they got pulled over and the blasé officer just calmly gave them a ticket. No. All the stories that get shared around are of the ones where the guy's a complete fucking dick. So, again, an uphill battle, but they're not really making it easier on themselves. And look, again, at how many shows and this and that come out there. I mean, you can watch a show like The First 48, and you're like, yeah, they're tracking down serial killers and murderers and all that stuff. But, like, even some of those, you go, yeah, but for every one of these... How many of them were there's a guy who just goes, eh, who cares? That was a, that was a deadbeat family. Fuck them. I'm not gonna stay up nights and miss my family for this. Whatever, I don't care. I mean, it's, yeah, jaggedy gaming, that's what we're talking about. You know, that, that's sort of where this, over the past, I don't want to say several years, but especially the last couple of weeks, this is, this is very, very much made me sad. Um, you know, I'm certainly, like I say, not an all people, like the world is too nuanced for all, but, uh, a lot of those videos are so bad. Black Cat says that she was house-sitting for someone who had a very elderly cat. It died. She was crying horribly as she took the dead cat to the vet to be cremated, I think it was going five over. Cop pulls me over. I'm crying and showed him the dead cat wrapped in a blanket and he still gave you a ticket. Yeah, see, stuff like that, you just go, like, come come on. I mean, and, and, and there's the whole thing about, well, they get quotas and they get in trouble and they get this and that. But again, that just goes back to the same, the problem with the bureaucracy at the top. Because that's shitty. Like, clearly somebody is in true grief. I mean, like, you're going five over. And you go, by and large, I, I feel like there isn't a single time that I'm out driving on the road. That there's a single time uh, that I'm out on the road. That I don't see at least three to four other people who are driving so awful... That I just go, how the fuck are you even allowed to be on the road? Like, oh my god. And so yeah, every time I get pulled over for something like that, I'm like, really? But you know... I mean, people say, oh, you have nothing better to do. Well, I mean, traffic cops are traffic cops. But on the same token, in a scenario like that, you would have thought, come on, man, have a little bit of a heart and just... But... I think about that black cat, and then I think of, well, um, that officer might have done that a few times, and then got pulled into, quote-unquote, Director Skinner's office, and got his ass reamed out, and shouted and screamed at, that they don't care that if you pull a vehicle over, you better give them a ticket because if you call this in and your tickets are less than the number that you called in, uh, then you're going to get fun. Like, I imagine that that happens a lot too. And I don't even have to imagine it happens a lot because some of the people that I know that are in law enforcement have said exactly that. That they were like, this big, you know chief of police director or whatever came in and said, you call in that you're pulling somebody over and you don't give them a ticket, like, you're going to get written up. And also, you if you don't get this number, you're going to get fucking bounced. And, like, what are they supposed to do? I mean, they have families and have to put food on the table and everything else. I mean, they're supposed to just quit and go be a security guard. So I'm not making an excuse for them. But there's a lot of, this goes back to the, I don't know how you fix this, but it is a mess. The, the, this whole, the whole way all of this has gotten recently is a fucking mess. 
Uh, Jaggedy Gaming comments now that the cops are so scared of bad encounters, they have almost completely stopped writing traffic citations. Well, especially with COVID and this and that and the other in shit Detroit. I mean, geez, you're downtown Detroit. You better be doing something fucking wild to get pulled over, pulled over. Because, yeah, like, every one of those traffic encounters now can be fatal for them. I mean, for every black cat getting pulled over with a poor dead cat is some dude high on shit who's fucking fleeing from justice, who has no license and insurance, and would rather try to shoot the police officer and run than face going back to jail. And, again, that's not an easy job. That's not an easy job. I know a lot of those guys just get fucking pounded on. But I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what we do. Podcast folks, let's take a brief break and we'll be right back. But you know, like, it's to the point where I have on my pickup truck, I have a hitch cover. So I have a little hitch plug. And on the hitch plug, uh, I got one of the blue line support the police. It's a little flag with a blue line. And I'm actually getting worried recently that having that might be worse than that. Uh, But also, being so disgusted at what I've seen lately, I actually think I'm going to take a screwdriver and pop the emblem out of it and just leave it as a rubber plug. I'm that disgusted with just the way stuff has gone. And like I say, I can throw I could throw some malaise and some anger at some of the individual officers, but I'm like, man, but that always has to come from command too, right? Like it's just it's terrible. Yeah, he's always been a globalist tyrant. You're just seeing it now, that's all. Uh, Black Hat says, what a mess. I almost think there's pure evil at play. I I am inclined to agree. To the point where I... Jesus, I don't even know. I don't know if it's just the corruption of money or what now, but like... This is turning into like a real-life James Bond movie. Shit, even worse. I'd rather have some of the James Bond villains be like, yeah, okay, take it all over. That guy actually seems like he might do a good job. Fucking A. Like, yeah, Jaggedy Gaming, We like I say, I don't know if you've been listening the whole time, but I, but I sort of started with some of that. That you can't just wipe it all away. You can't have none of them. And, and so I don't know how you solve this. I, I don't know... Like, what the way forward is on this to restoring... I hesitate to even say faith, because I feel like faith is the wrong word. But, like, the the three-letter agencies, the FBI, the DEA, the ATA, like... God, so many of them. Even, like, the, the, the fucking... Jeez, what was the one department that was like, oh yeah, we can just get around this rule because we can say, like, God, you're not supposed to be doing that. You're not supposed to be using, like, you were supposed to be using, like, you're not supposed to be using this for power and control. Like, what the fuck? Like, the ATF can just fuck off. The ATF is just useless beyond belief at this point. Like, in, in Jesus, I just think about the amount of high-level stuff that gets swept under the carpet and that they do that nobody... Like, this is only the stuff that you're seeing, right? Imagine all the shit that has gone on and been done that you don't see and don't know about. And again, watching the X-Files, I just go, oh my god, this is actually terrifying me. Uh, The aliens and the monsters, that's not scary at all. Like... This agency and watching this now, oh my god. <laughs> Jade, he's been here for five minutes. Sorry for bad tracking. No worries. Um, but but yeah, I wanted to open this with I've always been a supporter of 
law enforcement agencies because I'm not an anarchist. I don't believe that people would just get along. You, 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 I mean, look at that Chaz group or whatever that did that in Seattle. As soon as you try to say, here's an area where we won't, like, there's no government, it's all free. All right, but when you make a power vacuum, it fills itself. Somebody will fill that role because some quote-unquote evil son of a bitch is going to go, yeah, but I can be ruthless and mean, and now I have a gang, and now I'm a dictator. And I'm like, every single time, you know, I'll just hug and get along. It doesn't work. Has never worked. Yeah, King Dinosaur, you walked into a doozy of an episode. <laughs> yeah, what do alcohol, tobacco, and firearms even have to do with each other? I don't know. I mean, like, tobacco? <laughs> tobacco! <laughs> There's people doing crocodile and peeling their faces off and the tobacco! Yeah, besides that, those are all the, that's all the fun shit, right? <laughs> Black Cat read up on a lot of the stuff during the Vietnam War. Now everyone forgets. I think, Jesus, you didn't really look at some of this stuff? Like, fucking come on. Like, you... And again, I, I, I think of the Vietnam War, and you read reports of people who did... Valiant things, I don't want to say boots on the ground, but like, then you have the higher ups and the directors and administrators at some of these organizations that are just, I mean, it, it, look, I'm even seeing it in my own job. I've seen it in my own job in my own company. You have people who are workers who are doing work that are doing a great job. And as soon as they get sucked up into that management cesspool, the next thing you know, they're overstressed, they're overworked, and they're put under requirements that you can't win at. And the people sitting at the very top, now they're looking at, like, my God. And fucking, it's like, as soon as as soon as soon you show some of that initiative to want to move up to the, to the big table, you're fucked. You're fucked. You can't go up there and do that without somehow... Because you like, you try and go against them. Well, I'll just align and then just flush you. So I mean, like, uh, you see a kick out of seeing shows getting rated for tobacco use. Yeah, right. Warning: tobacco use. Not to mention which, if it was pure tobacco in the first place, it wouldn't be as much of a problem. The problem is. You assholes let people put all the rest of these fucking chemicals in here, which is what should have been regulated. Not the fucking to formaldehyde and all this shit. Like, why are you... <laughs> Instead of worrying what is little people doing, pay attention to the higher-ups, point blank, period. Yeah, I mean, and like... Okay, you can go back to the thing in Canada. You could have made the thing in Canada. He could have rolled the mandates back, and that would have been ended, but nope. I'm not, I refuse to budge. I am in the right, and you little people will do what I say. And it's just, I, man, uh, this is just. <sighs> yeah, don't look at a cigar! Let alone the fact that we showed rapes and killings and murders and all the rest of this stuff, but that guy had a cigar. You better watch, like. I'm surprised my channel hasn't gotten a strike because the name of his fucking cigar goyle. Meanwhile, you can have Amaranth and all the rest of these people basically giving blowjobs to silicone ears. But, like, don't smoke a cigarette. Just, my God. And so, yeah, for one of the first times in my life, and is Cigar Goyle rated not safe for work? Actually, I think I do have my channel rated as 18 only mature content because I swear and we've talked about sex and all sorts of other stuff and I'm not gonna not talk about that shit. I'm gonna talk about whatever the fuck I want. And, 
I also believe that, yeah, there are some subjects that if you're not old enough, you shouldn't be hearing about this, at least of which from me. But, um, yeah, man, I'm like, fucking, I mean, Krista does, you can take that all the way back to, what, fucking Helen of Troy, right? Cleopatra. It always, it always has been the case. <laughs> um, but for the first time in my life, I, like I say, I, I have often had these, you know, back the blue stickers, whatever. This is the first time in my life. I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna take it. I think I'm gonna take it off. And I like, it makes me feel kind of bad because to reiterate the point, I have friends and family members who are in law enforcement and geez, one of them got seriously injured. One of them got seriously injured, uh, you know, helping someone. And I, I just, I, I think of all those guys that are trying to truly do the right thing and how much the rotten eggs are just flushing all of the goodwill that I would say for a little while was getting better. And now it's just back to being way worse. I mean, I couldn't have that sticker after what you've seen in Ottawa. And that, and that's me. See, but Krista, I'm not, I know you, I know you're saying that, but I, I, I said at the beginning of this episode, you'll say people who do hashtag a cab, you know, all all cops are bastards and fuck the police. I, I can't do that either. I wholeheartedly disagree with that because I have known some of them who have put their lives on the line to help other people who were in danger. So I don't necessarily appreciate that either. But I don't know. I want to say I feel like it's getting worse. Maybe. But like, if you were somebody who was trying to do the right thing, I'll say the Ottawa scenario. If you're ordered to go there, what are those guys going to do? I mean, I guess you could quit, but like... Stand there? Do nothing? I mean, Jesus. Yeah, look at look at 9-11. I mean, some of those guys died horrible deaths and got cancer and all sorts of other horrendous shit. So like, no, they're not... like. There's no such thing as everyone is all bad. I mean, and I'm talking broadly in terms of a professional sense. You know, to me, all pedophiles are bad. You could grab all of them and get the ropes, as far as I'm concerned. But, um... Jaggedy says, what scares me the most about Canada is the blockchain crypto seizures. There's legislation in our own government being looked at. Anyone who thought that that stuff was going to be the magic bullet. Half of all that stuff has the same people with the same resources to cut all that shit off and block it and do whatever. They just didn't because it was silly people making silly money and half of them were probably also washing... Again, go back to the FBI. How many of those agencies do you think were also using that to do funds with shit that they shouldn't have been? Hey, we got a great way to do this now that nobody can see it. And, and fucking, well, you don't think that they have a way they're going to come in and fuck all that shit up too? Like, of course they will. Like, it, it is frightening. All this stuff is just, uh, and, and, and again, I, I'm like, for every beat cop who gets run over, shot, beaten, killed, whatever, trying to do the right thing, there's fucking top-level bureaucracy that is just a smiley face with a fucking death's head skull behind it. And, and, and I just don't, I don't know what we do. It's just, this shit is madness. <laughs> the ATF in charge of Elk, uh, A, the A, A, A now stands for ATM. <laughs> Alcohol ATM, uh, TF. C, crypto. Like, fucking, like, and, and just that stuff, like, again, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a firearm supporter. 
And, and I don't think that there shouldn't be some sort of regulation for some of that stuff. But when the people start to make the regulations for that and they come out with them, they don't make any sense. The, the, the people that are making those rules that are doing that stuff, and there was some, I can't remember who was, but he, he's talking about it. It's like, look, every time this stuff comes out, the only reason why they bother with any of that at all it's not because any of any of them believe in it in the slightest. It's marketing and advertisement. They have a percentage of voters that they know will vote in a thing for a thing. So they're going to promote that, hoping to get that percentage because their job is to get reelected. They could really give two fucking shits if all the rest of us die in a nuclear fire. Um, you know, so when they come up with that stuff, 90% of them, it's all smoke and mirrors to just get attention, media coverage, and voters. They don't really fucking care. I mean, look at Beta O'Rourke. The guy was literally, he had said, yes, I'm coming for your AR-15 and I'm going to take them. And then recently released a statement that said, no, I, I never said that. I'm not going to do that. Uh, you know, some, some, you know, I think we, we need to relook at these things. Like, that's only because the guy was losing points. You're telling me that you're going to make that much of a derisive, decisive statement and then just backtrack on it? And if you were going to, I mean, I, I read a great fortune cookie. I read a great fortune cookie, and the fortune cookie said, if you, if you can't or don't change your mind, then what's the point of having one? And I think that's true, and I think that's fair. But what I don't like is that when these things come up where they change their mind, whether it's the science changed, or this changed, or that changed, they never talk about the process that got them there. It's just, no, this is this now, and what, you're not a dum-dum and don't believe it? Like, well, can you put the nuance there? Because clearly, if you were going to make a statement that there was that hard line in the ground, and now you're backing off of that, and you're over here... I would like to know what the process, experiences, or whatever were that got you from there to there. Like, don't you think that's worth talking about and exploring? I mean, in all this stuff. And, and like, it's untenable to have a conversation. What are you going to do? Go up to the head of the FBI and be like, hey, man, can we talk about, like, seriously talk about? You can't reach any of those people. You can't talk to any of them. They're all in ivory fortress towers behind an endless chain of emails and secretaries. Well, write a letter to your congressman. Maybe that worked in the 50s, but do you think they even fucking read 1% of those anymore? That's going to go to some other administrative assistant who's going to read it and probably throw it in the garbage. Sorry, maybe you should have just skipped tonight. No, why? This is, like, look, I'm not mad at you. This is just a discussion of stuff. And this is all important. I know there are a lot of people who hate all police. Whatever experiences and things you have that led you to believe in that, they weren't mine. But I get it. There have some been some police officers who have covered up rapes and murders. Or who have committed rapes and murders. And if I had that sort of experience, I'm sure I would probably say the same thing. I've fortunately had a mix of good and bad and have known some people who have been in law enforcement. So I, I can't agree with that sort of a statement because I know they're not all terrible because I've known some of the ones that weren't. But that was the point of this whole episode is going all the way back to the beginning. You watch the X-Files and you look at Mulder and Scully who are fighting to try to uncover truth and investigate these things. And every step along the way, they're offset by red tape, administration, bureaucracy, and bullshit. And at the time, I used to look at those people in those positions and go, oh, well, those are just bad people. But what it's led me to believe is that those bad people, I think the agencies themselves know have become so broken and so fucked up that as a total, 
is a total in quote-unquote law enforcement slash government. They're going off the trail. I feel like they're going off the trail. It, it's just, and, and I, don't, I don't know how I fix it. As Jaggedy Gaming said, we can't just throw it all away and just say disband it all and be done. Because my God, if that ever happens, you will see horrors that you will never have imagined. But I, I don't know, I don't have the answer. I don't. Um, but for the first time in my life, I think I'm going to take my support of the police symbol and sticker off my vehicle. And that might seem trivial and silly, but for me, that's actually something that has given me great pause. Jaggedy Gaming went to the range today. He got his new pistol next week. What pistol did you get, sir, if you're willing to share? The Smoky Man probably was the ATF. He probably started the ATF. It's like, I'm the only one that gets to smoke cigarettes. Although, you know, piece of trivia. So, William B. Davis, the smoking man, he used to be a heavy smoker and quit smoking. And then when he got that role and he read that part, he's like, I can't play this part because this guy smokes. And I'm like, by God, but you're perfect for it. So what they did is he smoked clove cigarettes. Because he couldn't, he, he didn't want to get re-addicted to nicotine. So he smoked cloves. Isn't that interesting? Krista says, dude, you're not all bad, but yes, it does take a handful to ruin all. And again, media and exposure. People don't talk about the good ones. The only ones you see are the terrible ones. And again, where's the media showing the good stories? Again, it all of this is just a tarball diarrhea mess. Ooh, Mossberg M, uh, MC2SC. It is so tiny. How is that? How have you liked it so far? I remember when Mossberg first came out with some of those pistols. Some people were uh, this and that and the other on them. But I've always long since liked the Mossberg shotguns, obviously. And I even thought uh, the one rifle, the, I can't remember which one it was. But I haven't shot any of their pistols. So, um, you know, given other pistols that you might have shot, what is your sort of uh, off-the-cuff review of that firearm? I like clove cigarettes. They're good. They give you that nice spicy tingle on your lips. <laughs> MC1SC was a dumpster fire. Yeah, okay. Still, <laughs> that was the one that I was talking about. <laughs> Yee. So, like, look. I think law enforcement's important. I think trying to keep some law and order is important. I think regulations on certain things can be important. But I just don't know what they're doing. This is just... I, I can't believe this. This is just so fucking fucked up. MC2 is surprisingly smooth. You know what change... You need to add some aftermarket stuff. Take a look at these. That is. Oh, that's a nice tiny, nice tiny little dude. Yours is the. You said it's the SC. Oh, MC2 just C. I mean. Nice ergonomics, looks nice. I'd like to shoot one of those, like I say. I, I have always liked Mossberg shotguns. Um, so I'd be interested in shooting in shooting this. Put a lot of I've shot a lot of compact pistols in my day. Nice. Well, congratulations on that. That's always a fun purchase, and uh, I hope you had fun at the range. Range time is always enjoyable, any way you can get it. You think they outlawed clove cigarettes in college? I'll send you some. I'll send you some clove cigarettes. It's like science fiction. But so, like, 
Mossberg 500 shotgun is your home defense weapon. I had those uh, federal number one flight control uh, shells, and uh, those those shells they put basically all the pellets in the size of about a silver dollar. I don't know up to several yards. Don't quote me, but I think it's like 20, 10, 20 yards, even whatever. And so, like, that's basically like getting shot with a cylinder dump of a 357 Magnum, like, all at once. Uh, those shotgun shells are just absolutely incredible. Fantastic home defense round. Close cigarettes have been banned in the USA since 09. Really? Now, that I did not know. I wonder what the reason for that was. Why? I mean, people can do all the rest of this horseshit, but then, like, that's what they're gonna fucking... Following the passage of the Family Smoking Prevention and Tobacco Control Act, flavored cigarettes, including clove cigarettes, were banned based on the rationale that such cigarettes appealed to youth. Oh, fuck you! <laughs> that is so dumb. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's just... Okay. <laughs> ATF again! I think we found the real... Well, they are. And all of them pass this stuff. And it just happens out of nowhere. And as a matter of fact, I think the ATF... I don't even know, like... People were saying, again, like... It's a thing where they can just, like, pass stuff. And there's no, like, voting or whatever. They just say, and it's just there. It's there now. Just horseshit. To find them in the black market is a matter of principle because it might make you turn to tobacco. Ooh, oh no. Yes, but eat them opioids and all the rest of these fucking drugs. Smoke your weed, guys, and eat your meth. <laughs> Selling illegal career. <laughs> yeah, vapes. You can vape till the sun shines, you know, but goddamn, don't have a clove. Fuck's sake. <sighs> oh my god. We'll have to go. Man, we uncovered so many other things to talk about in in other episodes. It's bonkersville. Um We'll have to get into this more today. Uh, but we're going to end this episode. But look. Individual experiences. Like. I understand some people's extreme dislike of the police. I understand some people's extreme dislike of a lot of these organizations. I think a lot of them have a purpose and have a point. But they're off the mark. They're off the trail. And as somebody that used to. And still, in a lot of cases, does understand that there kind of needs to be... By the way, it's 222.22 right now. 222.22. We hit it. It's now 222.22. 22. I don't know how many seconds there are. But I can't wait till it's 222.22.222. That'll be something... Do you guys want to do you go do you guys want me to stream until 2:22 in the morning? Sicargo, <laughs> why are you sleeping at your desk? Uh, I had to do a stream in the <laughs> Good 
Jesus, this shit in Ottawa is a fucking disaster. For all those who have done the right thing in the line of duty, whether that was military, law enforcement, EMT, or otherwise, I salute and applaud you. That is a hard job. A lot of you paid the extreme price to stand up for your country and your community and your fellow man. And I applaud and salute you. Just wish there were more of you and that a lot of those who do it for selfish reasons would just find other jobs. So that's where we're going to end. Let's finish the drinks. As we say at the end of all these episodes, stay safe, keep the faith, and all that good shit. And get yourself some rest, okay? We'll be again here tomorrow. Tomorrow's episode will be silly. And we will have a giveaway. Tomorrow is a giveaway episode. So you don't want to miss it. You have a chance to win prizes. Prizes. Tomorrow is a prizes episode. And it's going to be lighthearted and goofy. So, again, every now and then we do a serious talk. Alright. So, silliness tomorrow. <laughs> Tell Bob's coming. Where are your Nikes? Mm. All right. That's going to do it. Thank you so much. Good night.